hey everybody and welcome to the library pubcast i believe we are on episode number eight being recorded in omaha nebraska 90th and fort one block south at the library pub the largest whiskey selection in the omaha metro area probably one of the largest selections throughout the midwest and possibly one of the largest throughout the entire country matt you were just over in fort collins checking out a whiskey i was i was i was at a place called the whiskey it's a fun little bar out there. They've got uh, about 1,600 bottles in their collection. They've got all sorts of fun stuff and a lot of rare stuff that we don't get to see a whole lot about here yeah. anymore. Probably so, a couple of things that we can't even get in Nebraska. Uh, well, I, you know, when I when I when I look at their menu, I I look for old stuff that I have never had a chance to get. So I treated myself. Well, someone treated me to. Attempted to. Mark is sparking up in true Fort Collins, Colorado fashion right now. Oh, no, we would all have to look at you (laughs) like you're a leper right now. I would go outside to smoke and I would just get so many sideways glances. So it's, like, it's all right to smoke weed yeah. all you want. Uh, like smoke uh, all the weed you want. Not in public. Light that J oh, up. Is that the, is that the rule? Yeah, you can't smoke weed in public. Still can't. Which, I mean, you pull up to a red light, you still see people all over yeah. Sitting sure. in their car smoking. Yeah. But whatever. You know, I'm not going to say. Sitting in your car, basically. Um, they kind of want you to hide it a little bit. You know, don't don't be that guy walking down Main Street puffing on a, you know, 14-gram blunt. They, they Puff front. on that 14-gram okay. blunt at home. Yeah. Which is the probably the smartest place to do it. Okay. I have no dog in this fight because I don't I don't smoke weed. I don't eat weed. I don't do it. Legalize the shit and tax it. Come oh, they, on, Nebraska, get with the world. You, sir, are talking sense. We will not have that in this country. Illinois, I guess, <laughs> charges like a 60% tax. Yeah. That's outrageous. And they're the ones that they racked up like $60 million in uh, marijuana sales on the first day. In yeah. the first couple I, of months, they were already at $350 million. Good. Hopefully they can fix their goddamn streets. Oh, my, no kidding. I think what they're doing... They hire more police in Chicago so they don't have so many murders. <laughs> Believe it or not, this is a whiskey conversation podcast. We just get a little sidetracked, as we usually do. It's As, as I always say, we're 85% bullshit, 15% whiskey. It's true. You're going to learn a couple of things. You're probably going to not like a few things, but in overall, if you're entertained, I guess we did our job. The overall uh, kind of idea behind the whiskey, the library podcast, is that we try a couple of whiskeys, maybe some bourbons, some scotches, and so and so, and then we try some beers from Kevin the Beer Guy. One of my favorite posts, and, and we take quite a bit of our show content from uh, one of the, the Facebook groups that we're a part of, and, and one guy said, hey. Whiskey Project. Yes, thank you. Uh, guy said, hey, um, with all the conversation about whiskeys on here, does anybody talk scotch? Uh, yeah. Okay, and so and what is that tell. guy doing on a on a whiskey on, on a whiskey? <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe he's new. I, mean, I couldn't tell if he was tongue in cheek or if he was being serious. Because well, first a of bunch all, I of do people. a scotch every week, and second of all, <laughs> you changed it up last week, didn't you? No. You did something. You've done. I think you've done one Irish. Oh, no, yeah, you did an Irish. Oh, no. you did a rye last yeah, week. You did a yeah, rye you did a rye last week. Maybe maybe he just listened to last week's. And maybe was just like oh, you're maybe. doing these scan coaches? scan back yeah. whiskey guy. Was that but asking uh, a question about us, or was that the guy that just posted asking? Live? Yeah, that was on the project page, yeah. and okay. and everybody kind of based it a little bit and said, well, Scotch is whiskey. It's I mean, just a kind of whiskey. We can go so. back over it if we want, <laughs> or. I can just give you a little disclaimer that says refer back to episode one. Exactly. <laughs> Joining on the microphones, you heard him there. Kevin, the beer guy. Mark, the owner. Chris, the dealer. Matt, the whiskey guy. And myself, Dan, the new guy. And uh, what are we going to try today, guys? I got a nice dark beer in front of me. And then I've got whiskey. a nice amber whiskey. Is it a scotch? Can we no, talk scotch? No, it is not a scotch. This is actually an, an American whiskey. Ooh. It's not a bourbon. Okay. It's an American whiskey. 
Mark, is that yours? Is that what we poured for you? Uh, I have no clue okay. what I'm doing because oh, okay. you've heard my angst before about me only doing whiskeys that I like. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, I'm just going to have Matt or Kevin or you run to a shelf, grab something that looks interesting, and I'll do that. <laughs> Kevin, oh, grab the high, high dollar keys. I get to go first? <laughs> I don't see why Might not. as well. As you can hear, the, it'll be the whiskey is at Library of the Pub keys, well And we'll up. just sit here and banter. It'll Maybe just be interesting to see what we'll you talk choose. talk about stuff or not. Well, we talk about you quietly. Because so this, this is a total you shot in the, the dark. We're going to make fun of Dan's shirt. Good luck, yes. You so know what did you, I'm not doing this at all to pick you on you. Have you noticed Dan's shirt looks like a gingham tablecloth only in blue? But a nice one. I have three yeah. of them. Yeah. A really nice one. I have a teal one, I have a blue one, and I have an orange one. I have a black one, a green one. What color is teal? This. That's that's not teal. That's not teal. No, blue, it's not even close. Like, no, no, no. This well, is blue. Teal is like a is almost like this. It's a little bit lighter than my notebook. Okay. Like sea foam. You know, I have it's I have like four foam. colors in my repertoire. Mm-hmm. I've got like red, blue, green. I've seen the shirts your mom makes. That is total BS. <laughs> it's, uh, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Lots of colors. I wear a lot of black. Okay. So I am now. I'm, now where's he walking? Oh, he got an idea. Uh oh. Towards the Irish. Uh oh, Irish. If he brings a fucking gin over here, I'm going to punch him in the throat. No gin, Dan. Probably no tequila either. Brown liquor. Whiskey. Tequila's not brown. Or we're just going to be stuck here for like 20 minutes while he slowly walks around the room now and looks at everything. Which is fine. He he does the edit before he puts it out. He'll just take all this out. True. We can say anything we want, chicken fucker. Chicken fucker. (laughs) So, Matt, tell us what what you tasted in... in, Yeah, all the fun things. Uh, Well, what I remember... (laughs) <laughs> I, rem- I remember everything up until we left. And then it's kind of a blur because you're just sitting right. in an Uber. Did you sent a picture uh, of like six that you had sitting in front of you that you I, were doing I a tasting. I started the night off with a 2014 George T. Stagg Sr. from the Buffalo Trace Antique Series. Damn. And it was really expensive for a bourbon. Uh, but it was amazingly delicious. You know what they paid for that when he bought it? I, I can tell you because I bought one too. Less than what I paid for it, I'm sure. Well, I paid in nineteen in two thousand eighty bucks, and sixty eight maybe. I paid a hundred bucks for the pour. How for big the, was the pour? Uh, it, it appeared to be about two ounces. Well, so they have they must have a leftover from this stuff. They must have gotten a stupid amount of it. This place has got all sorts of dumb shit. Uh, the uh, by the double. way, in Matt language. Dumb shit is good, <laughs> yeah. and it's really good if he describes a sexual act with Oh, it. my God. They, they have so many <laughs> bottles. I do to it? I would try to stick my dick in, and I would hope it wouldn't fit. It's a waste of whiskey, but ah, there's enough alcohol there to kill the germs. It'd and make kill your, everything. Make your dick burn. I, do you I, know, Matt? I wash my dick. <laughs> you know where that dude's been. <laughs> I, I, would wa- I would totally wash my dick it's, before it's I It's not about it. what's on the outside of your dick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My dick, is, my dick is lined with rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> yes. So it appears All right. that, that Dan has chosen. Well, is there a reason why you chose this one? That glass I've never is not heard of it. it. Okay. That I've glass never, is still okay, Matt's j- bourbon, Just so way. you know, Dan, all of those little round bottles right in front of you on the second <laughs> shelf up, second shelf to the right, are Glen Roths. And you picked a Glen Roths. Really? <laughs> and you had to go all the way to the back of the room to yeah. do that. You. But it's a Chieftain's. It's 19. It's older than all the other Glen It is 19, so it's older than all the, all the regular... Uh, I think that one's pretty good, too. I will I find that. out, but it is a Chieftain's. Let me explain what Chieftain's is. There is uh, companies in the, in the United States 
usually run by a guy that really likes whiskey. About three of them that we're aware of. The three of them come into Nebraska. Chieftains is one of them. Uh, Murray and McDavid uh, comes in. Uh, and there's a third one, which uh, too much alcohol has addled my brain. Anyway. Exclusive malt. <laughs> oh, exclusive malts. Thank you, Kevin. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what these guys do is in order to justify going to Scotland twi at least twice a year, they'll go to Scotland, they'll go to a distillery, they'll taste several barrels right out of the barrel, and then they'll make an offer to buy that barrel of whiskey. Must be a horrible job. Yeah, it's a horrible job. I don't know how you would do that. I just, oh, no. I have to try whiskey for a living? Shit. And then buy more. Damn it, and then man. Sorry. Sorry, anyway, I can't accept the, the position. The one that Dan chose was a Chieftain's, and it is a Glen Rolfe's, uh, which is a Speyside whiskey. It's non-chill filtered, which never buy a chill filtered whiskey if you can help it. Uh, by chill filtering, what they do is you'll note sometimes... Sorry your about glasses that, glasses broke? What? Did you break your glasses? They're just bent funnily. Okay. A chill filtration on a whiskey takes out the lipids or the fats. You'll note if you're drinking decent whiskey and you drop some ice into it, that sometimes, or if you had it in your car overnight in the wintertime, you go get it, it's all cloudy. That cloudy is not bad. Okay? What that cloudy is is some of the lipids are coming out of suspension so it looks cloudy when it warms back up it'll be it'll be whiskey colored again but it's nothing wrong with it because the problem is what people don't understand is fats equal flavor yeah Both anybody anybody that's got a super lean piece of steak versus like a ribeye absolutely same thing get the ketchup out right the chill filtered <laughs> whiskeys are generally going to be pretty cheap <laughs> over the bar whiskeys and the reason they do that is for storage. And again, people don't understand that. It, why is my whiskey cloudy now? Blah, 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 blah. Well, once you understand it, then you'll understand that you should drink only non-chill filtered whiskeys. But that's the whiskey we're going to be tasting. All right. You got it in front of you there? Uh, no, I believe that right is there. that. Yes. That's, no, that's yours. It. Okay. Now, I'm going to guess. They, they look very similar, by the way, color-wise. Well, they're all kind of whiskey. Yeah, I don't brown, know. I'm, you know. I'm colorblind. No way. No, yeah? I'm not. No. Okay. The nose paintball of the eye is when it comes to life. Mm. He just sees the yellow forever since then. Because <laughs> what color the paintball was? Uh, it's, the it's alcohol forward. Chris, can you read the ABV on that? I think it's so it's 106, almost 107 proof, which oh, wow. is a, a little hot. It's hot for wow. a scotch. That's hot. It is hot for a scotch. Hot scotch. Uh, Four no. barrels. I think it is. Well, it's done in the Pedro uh, Pedro Jimenez's sherry, sherry barrels. Sherry barrel. right. That's significant. Uh, which is why the nose behind that little bit of heat that you get on the nose, you get a fruity, almost dried fruit sweetness to it. I thought the nose was fantastic on it. Yes. Nice and light and fruity and aromatic. Oh, yeah. It's a that really would, nice note. If I were going to, I mean, I enjoy nice. that. It has a great flavor. But to truly enjoy like that, Matt, can you give me an ice cube? Yes. It's a little hot. Try that you well, yeah, let, let everybody else try it. Okay, I'm going to pass around and let them or try it. Pour it into another glass. If you, I mean, it's your whiskey. See, Dan always begs for whiskey at every one of these podcasts. I'm trying to give you whiskey this time. You're just being consistent. Yeah. I do love the nose because it makes my nose tingle a little bit. It does. Tingly nose. Chris is now trying it. Analyzing. Do you taste yep. vanilla? I don't taste vanilla. I know it's scotch. Um, 
a lot of mouth burn, but not a bad mouth burn. It's not a bad not mouth a, burn. Like it's not like um, you it don't dissipates get, into all those flavors. Right. And you get a little bit of chest to it. Yeah. Afterwards, too, which is kind of interesting. I don't think I've, I can't pick out a whiskey that would have yeah. mouth that's pleasurable and chest. Anyway, I just put about three drips of water in the, at the Chieftain's about on Ross 19, and it absolutely makes a world of difference takes away a little bit of that alcohol burn that you get on your palate and the the flavors of it kind of shine through more i think we should probably pour another glass of it you think so i do i do because i think i think everybody should get a chance to taste it wet <laughs> matt can you give me a glass yeah this one like i like i said when i when i first tried it the mouth burn is not unpleasant no, like I, it was I, uh, nice. but wait till but you it try it with right. a little water right. in it because, yeah. again, people think, well, especially me because I am, people think I'm snooty about whiskey, and I'm really not. I mean, it, it's kind of like ordering it's like your steak. Quality. It's it's kind of like ordering your steak. That's the glass with a little bit of ice and some water in it. You know, and if, per- if you if you like your steak rare, eat your steak rare. If you like yeah. it well done. You're crazy, but drink it well done or eat it well done. Enjoy your ketchup. Enjoy your ketchup. Steak sauce hides 57. Like it well done with some A1, please. Man. That's how I like my fillets. Going back to episode one, what's happening now that you can't see because we're a podcast is that Mark has taken a glass of water with a little bit of ice in it and a straw. He's plugged the top of the straw, so it's about a quarter of the straw full, maybe a little bit less than a quarter, and you've put about four of those in the in the whiskey yes. and this is to kind of bring that proof down correct and it opens up a lot of the flavors it allows you to taste more because it, it takes it, yeah, the astringency your away of opening it up means open it you, up you are able to taste more of the flavor because the alcohol is less yes there is no chemical change it hasn't become something different it's still the same whiskey well, we could always send it to our friends at Midwest Laboratories and get it analyzed to see you if know, there is a chemical Midwest change. Midwest Laboratories, the preeminent <laughs> testing oh, laboratory in Omaha. They test all sorts In the of Midwest. They're, they're fantastic. They do such good work. Uh, they still yet to ch- test cheesy poofs to prove that they're actual cheese. I would guess they're not yes. actual cheese. But that would be a great but they say test it, to they do. Say it, on it says actual cheese. Probably one mm. more thing of water. Actual powdered cheese in cheese. So Mark's going to add. Mark tasted it a little bit. Wants to add one more drop of water. Bloop. To allow the palate to be able to sense all of the flavors. Yes. Yes. So no more tingling in the nose. We, we talked about it a little bit in a Aww. previous episode too. The proof is very much dependent on the person. The proof. Yeah, oh, the absolutely, age. absolutely. And, and I'm an eighty to ninety proof kind of a guy. Matt's at I, 90 to 100. I'll drink them up to, you know, 115, 120. See, and I, I try not to pay much attention to proof. I try to pay attention to how it drinks. Yeah. Because I've had 126.5 proof whiskey that didn't drink hot at all. Mm-hmm. Well, it was it's like just, that Kentucky Owl. Yeah. That it's 129.8 or something like that. And you don't that. need to water it, it at all. It's, no, it's amazing. Bourbon. Now, you should water it a little bit to stretch it out. God, yeah. Because about, you want to keep it around as long as possible because it's really good. That it is, is about really the perfect good. amount of water, though. It definitely brings out a lot more flavors, yeah. I think, than before where it's kind of overpowering. So would you say you added maybe 20% water, 15% water to that? 10, probably 10% water. That is the Chieftain's 19 from 
Glenn Roths. Glenn Roths. Is this readily available, or is this kind of a rare? The generally the the custom labeled scotches are a one and done thing. They go over, they buy two barrels of it, they put it in bottles, and they try to come back and sell it really quick so they can recoup their money and go back to Scotland and buy another yeah. barrel or something else. Which the chieftains are all, or or most of them are kind of odd ages. Yes, nineteens, seventeens, twelves, or thirteens. What Dan didn't know is oh, right behind a, Kevin's head. A plethora head, of what Dan did. A plethora did of <laughs> shit he don't know. Where do we start? Right behind Kevin's head, there is six six bottles of Glen Roths by Glen Roth. Seven. Seven? Yep. The mm, 1995 seven. release is really good. Uh, and none of them actually need water, though. They're just so no. good on their own. Once I again, I, I've probably said this before. The thing on custom-labeled scotches is if I go to Scotland and want to buy a barrel of scotch... They're not going to let me buy a bottle of what they think is their best shit. Here, this one's my favorite. Take it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I, they're not going to do that. Happen. I can't go to Glen Levitt, buy a 21, buy a barrel of 21, and then package it as mine. They're not going to sell me that. Probably oh, they not. would. Uh, they're they're, they're going to go through before you get there, and they're going to taste 800 bottles of 21, and they go, yeah, that one didn't come out very good. Yep. Sell that one to Dan. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> hey, let's we'll give Dan that one. <laughs> oh, no, they always charge less. The, okay. the custom label scotches are always less than the equivalent. And this, this Chieftain's 19 is a custom label. Yep. Yes. So this is kind of one of those things that, once again, one of my favorite stories you told, and one of the first ones I ever heard from you, was the Rhetoric Orphan, orphan Barrel. Oh. Is this kind of, well, this wouldn't be very much similar to it. Where now, the Orphan Barrel project started out as a good idea that went horribly, horribly wrong towards the end. That, uh, I'd agree. What was it? We had the Rhetoric. Well, there's that four of really them. really good. It was a 20... There's, uh, there's 21, 22, 23, 24, and I think there's who's five of them. That? I think it's 20 through 25. I know, but who is the... Oh, I don't know the name behind it. Behind what? Orphan the Barrel. guy that does Orphan Barrel? Oh, but just I remember, type in Orphan Barrel. It'll bring it up. I remember we tried... I can't remember which year it was. It was in the 20s. They all are. And I really liked it, and and mm. this was when I was just starting to get into the whiskey side, and I, I kind of inquired to you about getting it, and you're like, well, unfortunately, it's out, but the, the next year comes out pretty soon. Let's see, wait and see what it's like. And then I remember you sent me a message, you're like, it's shit. Oh, the, it, they came out with the Forger's oh. Keep this last oh, year, and it was so horrible. Right, well, so it was that, the okay. first scotch they had done, too. <laughs> That's what I thought. So Orphan Barrel is Dave Finney, Dave Finney on the wine side of thing. He is... First of all, he has like been voted the best winemaker, and I bet you he's probably 42 years old. This guy's story is amazing. Uh, I won't get into it. We can get into it some other later date. So we really he's a winemaker. No, it's it's he's he's wine is he's dumb. the guy that does uh, orphan uh, barrels, like the prisoner. So if you guys remember yeah. prisoner, um, he started that, sold it. That's what made him his million. Like this dude is worth so much million, like tons of money. Probably started when he was 20. okay. Moving right along, I'm worth a lot of jelly beans. And, and I want to go back to the orphan barrel story because I like it so much. And this is a story I actually know. Can I tell it? And actually, can I tell it and then you correct it? Okay, because <laughs> that's the way it's going to go. But basically, they come in and buy up barrels of defunct distillers that they couldn't make it. They couldn't. They couldn't last the time to when the barrels are ready. They taste it. Maybe they mix it up a little bit, but then they bottle it and resell it. And the first one I tried, I think it was like the 22 or 23. It was really freaking good. And we tried that for the Whiskey Wednesday, and then the 24 was just, it was amazing to me how just one more year in that barrel they let it age, that it turned. But you're assuming that when it went in the barrel, it tasted the same each year. I thought it, I thought you told me, that, and the reason why I say that is because I, I remember you telling me that... It was one batch. Yeah. You know, a lot of aging is not necessarily just year. It's 
how high up in the rickhouse is it being aged? Yeah. How okay. how low? Is it in the center of the rickhouse or is it against the edges? So two degrees makes a big difference. Two degrees makes a shit ton of difference. Uh, All right. In the old days, they had guys whose only job was to rotate all the bourbon in the rickhouse so everybody got the same amount of time high and low. Well, that's very labor intensive, so they don't do that anymore. I bet that guy was really strong. Uh, he was. And they have like a rickhouse rodeo every year in uh, uh, just outside of Louisville. And it's like who can – one of the keys to being a good rickhouse worker is there's a bung – uh -huh. I know. Bung. I said bung. <laughs> There's a bung, which is a hole in the side of the barrel. It's the bung. That's hole. where they fill it. Then they put a big cork in it. They put a cork in the bung hole. That's the bung. That's, that is the By bung. By the way, this episode is going to be 80% bullshit, 15% whiskey, and 5% anyway, making fun of Mark for saying bung hole. Bung hole. <laughs> <laughs> what they do is a Rick holds bung hole. A Rick holds 11 or 12 barrels of whiskey. Uh, it's two barrels high and kind of built at a slant. So what you do is you put the barrel up high and it rolls down until it gets to where it, you know, the next spot. Well, the, the contest is how fast you can put those 12 barrels in a rick, but then how close to having all the bungs straight up. Because if the bungs are facing down, they'll leak. Everyone wants your bung up so it doesn't yeah. leak. Bung down's no hey, good. I, Leaky I'm bungs just telling are bad. You, I'm just telling you the way this is. I got Matt who wants to make... I mean, I feel like I'm doing this I've, with Beavis and Butthead. I've got bung, this cheesy fucking listen, smile on guys, my face right now. bung seepage is nothing to joke about. It's not. It's not. <laughs> and it smells. It's not. You know, much, issue you know how much faces. juice you can lose a year out of a leaky bum? I will just say we're, we're, we're quite a ways into said, this. Bung. We're quite a ways bung. into this re re recording session, and Mark still hasn't gotten mad at the sidetrack. So we got I'm getting close right now. <laughs> he just put his baseball hat on. He straightened it out He's all rough. And oh, shit, oh so. hold on, guys. Just Most, to let everybody know, oh, yeah. as, of, as of the, today, the day we not Sunday, but there's 44 days, 21 minutes, or 44 days, 21 hours, 50 minutes till the first pitch of baseball. A glorious day in the United States. Let's get rid of President's Day and make opening day of baseball a national holiday. It only makes sense to me. And this, for the first time since 2006, every team is playing on opening day. Which None is of these Thursday. stupid, stupid send them to Australia and play games or send them to Japan or send them to England. Or Omaha. Well, they'll go to England at some point, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they are going to England. Yeah. I think it's in late May. Cheerio. Cheerio. You know, mm, if Cheerios. the English could figure out that there's a whole lot better sport, sporting events out of out there other than that stupid kickball game. Is it cricket? Is that it's what you're, called, oh, you're thinking of soccer? You're thinking of soccer. Oh, well, soccer. You're, yeah. thinking of, you're thinking of football. I, no, that's football is football. played with an oblong ball by Americans in America. Yeah, well, over there, that's football American. Football. Right, that's, over there, it's football. Over, it's, soccer soccer football. is dumb. There's nothing soccer that we like. Soccer not, is dumb. I can't dumb. agree with that. I played soccer for a lot not of years. Dumb. I was not pretty dumb. good at it. Oh, look. We just played 90 minutes of a sporting event, and then we have to completely change the game at the end to figure out who's going to win. <laughs> Because it was zero to zero. That actually kind of sounds like NASCAR rules. All right, we're going to move along. We're going to start taking right. And, and let's NASCAR, talk, let's, let's NASCAR is not a soccer. sport. NASCAR is a pastime. We'll fight about that. I don't know. Some of those NASCAR drivers are pretty jacked. Well, some of them are, and some of them are yeah, 48 the years old. The left side of their, of their body midgets. is because they just have to 
fucking hold the left side I mean, of the all, steering wheel and go all around not left turns. They, they really don't. You should. <laughs> they really do. They just set cruise control it's, uh, and fucking, go. It's the Homer full Simpson. Full disclosure: uh, Dan is the voice of stock car racing in Nebraska. <laughs> yes. Every Sunday morning, he does a show, which when I get in my truck to come up here Sunday morning, it's on that channel. And he and races I, to turn it to the next station. I do. I say, I oh, no look, there's Dan. And, and <laughs> yeah. what, what's, what's the name of the show? The Front Stretch. The, the Front Stretch. And I, oh, that's Dan's voice. Which yeah, is, they're going to talk about stock racing car racing. Is the least important stretch. No. It's usually that's the back where the, stretch where, that you hear oh, about no. most often. That's, no, the, the, the turns is where the wrecks happen. The Front Stretch is where the victory happens. Is it really where the victory happens? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where the finish line is, but is it right. really where the victory happens? A lot of a lot of the races do do it right uh, there on the start finish line. He said doo 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 doo. All right, back on key. Uh, okay. Let's talk about okay Beavis. Okay, Matt. butthead. Let's let's move it along. <laughs> Bunghole. Let's let's talk about what Matt is bringing to the table. What have you brought? All right. So this week. We are doing the Breckenridge Whiskey Port Cask Finish you batch know, I almost, number. I thought you were going to bring that four. This was, you know, I had a premonition. It's like this has all happened once before. <laughs> the I don't know if so it was a dream. Deja vu all over again. If it was a dream, or I read it in a book. Maybe it's, I saw the movie. But, but it's better the second time. No, they Sometimes. say <laughs> they say deja vu. It's definitely less have, awkward. We're gonna get to try it again. It's definitely you know, less. Deja awkward vu the means time. there was a glitch, glitch in the in, matrix. In the matrix, yeah. and so that's and or, or you're on the board. Or my best. If you want to get granola with it, whoa! If you want to get granola and crunchy with it, it means that you're on the right life path. Mm. When you have deja, I used to have mm-hmm. deja vu all the time. Because you're on the right life. Evidently, path. my life path is all no. sorts yeah. of screwed up. Right Everybody now. has deja vu, and there are some people in my life that are not on the right path. Right, I agree. <laughs> or they are. Or they are. That's or they're on their, their right own life path. right path. Speaking of meanwhile, right, back at the path. ranch. Speaking of the right life. path. All right. The, speaking of the right life. Hoss path, and little gonna, Joe are riding into town. We're going <laughs> to talk about some whiskey. <laughs> Again, we're doing the. Uh, I'm doing the Breckenridge whiskey port cask finish, which. You don't see with bourbons a whole lot doing a port cask finish. And that's this right here, right? That is that right there. Go for it. Under the rules for bur- And I was going to say it's about time for Mo to call, right? Wasn't yeah. even Mo. Nope, no. Even. That was a uh, non-disclosure call. Non-age oh. statement in the whiskey world. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> under the rules. Okay, guys. Uh, let's, let's, let's bring her home. Mm-hmm. Bourbon to be bourbon has to be aged in like new white oak barrels that have been burnt out. Charred. For- charred or burnt out same thing but there is no prohibition about once you're aged in that barrel taking it out and putting it in a different barrel to add a little something to else do to other it. stuff with it nothing actually can be added to change the flavor but they can put it in a different barrel so yes. usually when they say finished they mean someplace between eight months and two years in some other sort of barrel uh these barrels are done uh the port barrels are are used for four to six months, uh, and they are 20-year-old port barrels. Hmm. I get a ton of brown sugar on the nose, like just boom, brown sugar. It's Breckenridge is known for their high rye content in their whiskeys. Which, which is, is going to make it a little spicier. Yeah. Which is why it's it's called a whiskey and not a bourbon, because they don't follow that 51% corn rule. They distill at 9,600 feet. Damn, that's tasty whiskey. Uh, right outside of Breckenridge town of 4000 people up in the mountains they get lots of snow until until it's until it's ski season then it's a town of 40000 people oh my goodness oh yeah i've been there during the ski season it's it's insane we were there in but june well they got it. they got 2 foot of snow overnight up in the mountains they saw, we were there beginning of june i believe it was and they said they would be skiing until the end of july 
And I just want to remind the folks th- out there, folks out there in... Folks out there, you people out there. You people. What do you mean by you people? What do you mean by you people? Because it doesn't say bourbon on it doesn't mean it's necessarily bad. Sure. It just means they're going a different direction a little bit to try and get a little different flavor out of it. And by the way, because it says bourbon on it, doesn't mean it's necessarily good because we've all drank Jim Beam wine. <laughs> or, or made in Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. What year were you there? This was just this past summer. Just past June? Yeah. So, so 2020. Oddly. 2019. Sorry, 2019. I went in November of 18. Yeah. And it snowed so much prior to and so much while we were there that they were open. They were able to open up all the tra- trails earlier than they have ever been able to open them uh, they had they had all the runs going in keystone and breckenridge while yeah. we were there which i my knees are so bad if i snow skied it it'd be like sledding towards the end because they'd take me off on a first aid I'm, I'm afraid i'd be sunny bono oh i would Ooh. i would yeah you know is it is it too early for no sun- not at all okay no, not at all a while. okay that tree, enough. I mean, I could have told him, you're moving, the tree is not. Well, stay out of the trees, stay on the runs. There's a reason why they're called runs, <laughs> because that's where you're yeah. supposed to go. I right. did uh, I, I did cross-country skiing for the first time when we went in November of 18. That sounds That's exhausting. too much like jogging on snow. It was. Jogging. And they the set Jay's us up, silent. so they're very long skis, and you've got to run. Like, your skis fit right in there, like mm-hmm. oh, perfect yeah. hand in glove. And the problem is, I'm so new, I don't know how to stop. I can't get stopped. Yeah, so, skis don't have brakes on them. Yeah, I I, I put I myself used to carry into the an run, anchor, just throw it out. And my my girlfriend was I just trying to my pants. was trying to get over to That's me to like get in anchor. the run too. You and Artie. And yeah, I just started going, and I'm I looked at it and I'm like, I can't stop. You're on your own. I'll see you later. And just down the hill well, I it's went. Not, it's not like you can just jam your poles yeah. in the right. ground because <laughs> you're going to dislocate both shoulders, yeah. break both arms. But let me tell you, and then it again turns into sledding. Halfway down this hill. I turned into what's that Brody guy from the Olympics? Brody. Oh, uh, Brody. I, I don't know his name. The one that got busted smoking right. weed. I turned into him. That son of a bitch. I had those those poles tucked between oh, my armpits. Tucked. My legs were down. I was hunkered in, going like eight miles an hour. <laughs> Dan thought he was a zero G skier. He had his go fast helmet on. I got to the end and I was so proud of myself because I didn't fall over until I tried to turn and then that, then it was just uh, game yeah. off. But. Well, good thing you're only going eight miles an hour. Right. <laughs> it didn't true. hurt at all. Did you try the whiskey, Dan? Yes, I really like oh, this stuff. Oh, good. This is very, very good. It's good. It, it's uh, 90 proof. Doesn't doesn't drink mm. 90 proof. Does it taste familiar like, Kevin, at all? It does. It's a little okay. familiar. It's, it's like, actually Are you better. sure you haven't had it before? Well, it feels like I have. Maybe Deja once. vu, because I'm on just the right once. life path. That's right. Because I'm on the right life path. More <laughs> than someone's you never know. <laughs> know. <laughs> so that was the Breckenridge Whiskey Port Cask Finish. Port Finish. Uh, and uh, and now uh, the beer guy, Kevin, is going to bring so us his beer to the table. Uh, so the beer I have this week is called Mannequin Party from Crosstrain, which huh. it looks like I went to a mannequin party one time. What an, what an everybody dropped name. everybody dropped a key into a basket and then, oh no no, no that's no, a, that was, mind, that's that a key a key party in a fishbowl. You uh, got to hear it clank when it hits it's, the bottom. Uh, brewed by Modern Times actually, but it's a cro- collaboration with Crosstrain, uh, and it which, is an Imperial Pecan Porter. Imperial Pecan Porter. Yes. Uh, what part of the pecan plays a part in this, or is that just the just add a lot of pecans the and then, uh, gives it a light flavor to it? Because I don't think I tasted when I tasted it the first time. I don't think I tasted a lot of pecan. Well, you've it. had an awful lot to drink here That's on a true. Sunday night. 
I get a little bit of it, but yeah. So, yeah, it's not overpowering by any means. So cross drinks drinking Omaha Brewery and Modern Times is out of where? Oh, San Diego. San Diego, yeah. beautiful. Shameless San Diego, plug. California. Shameless plug. It's out of Wales. Drink cross train yeah. beer. The guy that makes it is really, really nice, and he comes in here and drinks. So I like him even he more. He does. He's, okay. uh, he also participates in some of the whiskey tastings yes. we do. Well, that's actually a few times he's been in. He's been drinking very nice whiskey guy. now instead of. Uh, so hopefully he's getting some cool whiskey barrels going on. For uh, I believe he said awesome they were going to be working on some barrel finished stuff here in the in the near future. That's this sad. was. Can you can I taste that one more time? Yeah. But it it was very very strong on the palate when I had the first, when I had it. Well, it's uh, what's what's the ABV on that? Twelve uh, percent. So it's it's got a little punch to mm-hmm. it. It does. Not like a hard but, throat punch, but it's a one beer for me. Like a not good shoulder notice, chuck. Yeah. I'm not sure I could get through a whole beer with that, but that's. You never know. You gave me one of that. Uh, I can't remember what beer it was. The Dan the Wiser. Oh, yeah. That and was I, a couple weeks ago. I yeah. wasn't a big fan of it when we tried it, but I had it during Whiskey Wednesday, and I was actually able to drink a full beer with it. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I'll tell you with the Dan the Wiser, try that when it's hot outside. Yeah, it's, it's a great summer beer. It's right? a okay. great. It's a, it's a Kolsch, correct? Yes. It's a great, great refreshing. Maybe after you mow the yard or you watch the guy that you pay to mow your yard mow the yard. <laughs> Or maybe go outside while he's mowing. I went to he, the, he comes he comes to my house and mows when I'm not there. I went to the Home and Garden Expo over the weekend. And oh, yeah. they had basically Roombas so for weekend. your yard. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen, seen those. those. And yeah. I was very Chris interested. Flum, don't even think about it. Your Why wife not? would murder you. Yeah, that's true. She would. If you do, let me know how it works. I will. Or if I just don't well, see you, we'll, well, I, I, I assume it works. Should be well. able to mow in three, four years. Perfect. Uh, how guilty will you feel the first time he mows and he slips and sticks his foot under the mower? Horrible because there goes all my soccer dreams. So, yeah, well, so I'll never, never have anybody off the mow again. So, so what you're saying is, in in three to two to three years, you're gonna completely resod your front yard. Yes. And then in four years, Moe get Moe. Yes. Howie gets to yes. mow it. Yeah. I think that's a great. Yes. Moe gets to Howie. Moe gets to Howie. <laughs> Moe gets to Howie. <laughs> Moe gets to Howie. Jesus, Dan. All right. So for today's tasting, we've had the Chieftains 19 from Mark, the Breckenridge whiskey from Matt, Port and finish. the. Uh, mannequin party from Kevin. Uh, anything else? We got a, you guys got baseball season coming up soon. That uh, you guys are having a big a opening days. day party. We Good do segue. every year yep. uh, because everybody should call in sick on opening day because it should be a national holiday. No one cares about President's Day, but a lot of people care about opening day of baseball. Which we do have a lot of people that call in sick. What day of the week is that? Is that a Thursday? They call in baseball. It is it, a Thursday. It is a Thursday. Okay. It's 44 days, 21 hours. Is it usually a Thursday? It's not usually. Well, it has been the last okay, couple you're going to get me on my soapbox here. Here we go. Freaking Major League Baseball. Watch out. Here we yeah, go. I, oh, <laughs> Opening day <laughs> should be, as I'm pounding on the counter, opening day should be the first Monday in April. Every year, I don't care if that's the first or the sixth, it should be the first Monday. That's when opening day should be. So you just move President's Day to the just first Monday of April. Move President's we, Day to Thursday. Yeah. No, because then you can't you can't be as bad as you want to be because tomorrow's Friday. Well, I I wouldn't look at President's Day as a giant party holiday. Well, yeah, know, but opening day of baseball is. Have you oh, been I'm, up here on right. opening day of baseball? Yes, I've worked it the last two years. Oh, which right. is it's Thursday, so which is why I like it on Thursday, because then I make a bunch of money. On a Thursday, April. Hey, Jay. Yeah. April what for opening? Or no, it's March 26th. Yeah. Well, that's just stupid. Yeah. It is. I'm not what, really... what happens if you play baseball in Colorado? I know. They're still getting snow in March. 
Then they better wear get Under some, Armour. Yeah, better get <laughs> some long <laughs> sleeves. Maybe a stocking Bad hat. Bad boys or shovel pushers. So what kind of party? What, what happens? Does, does Kevin bring fish and chips again? <laughs> Probably not. Ooh, Still which is the best. Shit ever. Best. Uh, everybody <laughs> brings a covered dish. It's kind of like a Midwest thing, you know, potluck. Uh, everybody brings a covered dish. We, I've got the baseball package. We put on all the all the games we can, uh, and we drink beer and eat food. Watch baseball. And watch baseball. You get what a little time? rowdy. First game is usually at 11 or 12. Yeah. Okay. So we will we will typically open 10, 1030-ish. Oh, sorry, 28th. Uh, yeah, we'll, okay, we'll typically 28th. open the about a half hour, okay. 45 minutes earlier. So, uh, so, well, let me take that back. First game, if first pitch is at 11 or 11.30, we will open at 10.30. Are we, are we going are we, are we to talk about the XFL? Who's the team for the library? The, oh, the library pub is now officially. We are endorsing <laughs> the St. Louis Battle Hawks. Battle Hawks. What now, the hell's a Battle Hawks? Sponsor? I, I don't know, but there should be a show about it. And uh, it should have like armor. It sounds like a cartoon from when I was a kid. I mean, we had Silver Hawks. Let's get those guys up here and we'll have yeah, them drink whiskey true. for a while. I'll get a sponsorship from them. All right. And then we'll get a couple other players to come up and drink whiskey with us on a Monday. We got any Nebraska, mean a Nebraska Sunday players night. that play on that team? I think there's a Nebraska player, right? Uh, Brandon oh. Riley. Was that Coach I, Riley's son? He, yeah, I thought we didn't a, like him. He was a wideout. Okay. But is it his son? I, no, no, I don't think it's his son. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't know Riley personally, ex-Coach Riley. Yeah, nobody likes him. He, he, he just was, in my opinion, a little bit of a pushover. What a, what nice I like guy. something between him and Bo Pelini on the yeah. sidelines. Show a, Which is what you have Show a little bit of emotion. With Scott Frost. You know? What a contrast, Act though. You like went you from, you fired Bo Pelini and you hired Coach Riley. Oh, no, I think of his first name. But you talk about going from... Mike. Mike. It's Billow. Oh, it's hot and cold. Yeah, Mike Riley. It, it was right. hot and yeah. cold. Oh, it was. I mean, it was it, boiling you the ice get water. Two different, and, it, and, and, and oddly enough, I think it was a shock to the Nebraska fans I, where they were like, "Wait a minute!" I didn't know not... how to handle it when, when I swear <laughs> to God, Riley was standing there with his headset on one game, taking a nap on his feet. Yeah, watching or the just game. the 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 after game pressers. Well, you know, we tried. We, we hard. played some. They our guys really gave it all. Fifty-six to fucking our three. position players. <laughs> like, like. Yeah, our position players did really well this week, and. Uh, you know, yeah, it's a forty-point loss. They didn't want to work out, so I didn't make them work out. You know, heaven, for, heaven forbid so, we bump heads during the week so of practice. That's been this weekend's this week's library podcast. Once again, Chief did nineteen Breckenridge whiskey and the Mannequin party. Don't forget, we have our Whiskey Wednesday coming up uh, March. The eighth, first first Wednesday in March can't be the eighth. Mathematically, yeah, mathematically, that won't fourth. work out. Fourth. <laughs> fourth. fourth. March 4th. Uh, March 4th, we'll be getting the lineup posted on librarypub.net and I the Library Pub Facebook page. I assure page. you it Excuse will be me. all very good Irish whiskey since yes. it is March. It is March. We're going gonna, gonna to play into the, uh, the stereotype of March. Oh, is Do there something Irish. going on in March for Do the drinkers? Do Irish whiskeys. Not for drinkers. I'm not, I'm not sure what day it is, then. but they have like a parade and shit okay. for it. Librarypubomaha.com is a website. It has something to do with snakes. Yeah. My mistake on that. Uh, library Pub, LibraryPubOmaha.com, Library Pub Omaha on Facebook. If you're in the area, swing by 90th and Fort, one block south, and find out what we've been talking about for the last eight episodes, plus a couple of minutes. Nine. This is the ninth episode. Nine this episodes. This is nine. This is nine? Yeah. For the last nine episodes, so i got to edit that all out. That's great. Yeah, that's no, all right. It's just... 
You don't have to. Just edit. leave it at eight. Four. And then we'll correct it at the very end. Matt, <laughs> I'll just cut out I'll, what I just said. Also, don't forget to check us out on your untapped app. Yes, thank you. We will. Uh, we'll let you know what beers Kevin's tossing on. Uh, and we also update that in normal human being hours. You won't get any badings at three in the morning because we're not dicks. For Matt, the whiskey Speak guy, yourself. Well, I'm Kevin, a, I'm more of an asshole. The beer guy, Mark, the Goodbye. owner, Chris, the dealer. I'm the new guy. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll be back and do it again next weekend. Bye. Go Battlehawks. Hawks.